football and you're listening to Rap Rankings with Moles, or shall I say Moles and Nail, Triple B and Double R's forever, you know how we gets down with the get down, Triple B style, Big Baller Brand is in the building baby, and this how it goes down, y'all gotta listen up, I got something to tell y'all, that Rap Rankings ain't no joke, they keeping it right and tight, and if you don't get right, y'all go get left. So listen up to that rap podcast, man. There's something inter- hey, interesting and entertaining. That double eyes. Keep doing your thing. But big ball is out, baby. And I For who? Mules, do, do you know the answer to this question? No, what question? It's Tana Talk 4. For who? Who is this Tana Talk 4? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Look, okay, I don't want to hear from you or the audience. We haven't gotten to do one of these since September, all right? Pardon me if I'm rusty on first listen etiquette, all right? <laughs> Got me in this here. Is, this is Tana Talk 4. Now, granted... It took me a while to make the connection, Tana, as in Tony, Montana. Yeah, you had to explain that to me a few days ago. Yeah, I thought maybe it was a reference to a Japanese wrestler I had never heard of. Oh, well, no, this is uh, yet another rapper drawing drawing comparisons to Tony Montana. But before I get critical too early, uh, look, here's the thing. This is Rap Rankings, the show where we listen to, rate, rank, and discuss every album in hip-hop history. Uh, it's a special edition of the show that we do when we feel like doing some of these new albums. First, listen, new album reviews. Hello, yep. everyone. I'm Mel. Uh, around, around our way in the Rap Rankings universe, I'm also known as the Virgin, the Love Guru, the Reader, the Junior Captain, the Wealthy Man. I hit again on FanDuel. They can't stop me right now. Uh, who are you? Yeah, this is the Captain Mools. Uh, Although I may not be the butcher, I am the prepper and the cleaner and the trimmer. Are we talking about the show or like pubes right now? No, we're talking about meat. Meat? Yeah, oh, you know, okay. Right. We're dealing with a butcher. Potentially right. Raekwon's meat supplier. Wait, <laughs> that didn't sound right. Yeah. No. Anyway, <laughs> I was loading it up. Nah, no, keep talking, but I'm loading it up. You're going you to get that. You, you gotta we got a that. rating system. If you're new to the show, Mel's going to explain right after he hits me with the. Uh... I'm going to hit you with what you've earned. Okay, here you go. <laughs> okay, so usually this, uh, we got a button for this now. It's automated, but I can't press the button to do the automated rating system because, you know, it's at first listen. So some of the stuff in the automation doesn't apply to this, you know? Right. So we're going to do so, it live. A very rare live read. It used to be all the time until we automated it. But look, I can still do it. I see you still got it. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do it. I'm, that's why they called me the reader. All right. So here we go. You ready? I'm ready. The rating system is simple. Each song is rated on a scale of one to 10. These numbers do not reflect the quality of a song, as that is indeterminable. Instead, each number reflects a level of enjoyment. In short, here's what each number means. 10 means, this is a perfect song to me, one of my favorite songs of all time. 9 means, I love it. 8 means, I like it a lot. 7 means, I like it. 6 means, this I, I don't dislike it, but I can't say that I like it. 
Five means I feel practically nothing about this. Four means it's not the worst thing I've ever heard, but I dislike it. Three means I dislike it. Two means I hate it. And one means I absolutely can't stand it. One of the worst things I've ever heard. Side note, when you hear Mool's or I at a plus or a minus to those numbers, don't panic. Don't fret. Okay. They are merely indicators, those pluses and minuses. That mean one of two things. One, it's like saying a strong or light version of that number. You know, six plus, strong six, seven minus, light seven. Second thing, it's an indication that the rating could go up or down in the future. Now, on these first listens, that's, that doesn't matter because these aren't going to go on the board that I'm going to explain real soon. You know, so you don't got to worry about that. But when you're listening to real episodes of Rap Rankings, okay, you know, the, the, the ratings aren't static. They can change. They can go up or down at any point, you know, because that's, that's life. Things change. But uh, yeah, don't, don't, don't worry about those pluses and minuses. Uh, no statistical or mathematical value whatsoever that come with those pluses and minuses. So once every song on an album is rated, three separate ratings are determined. The takeaway rating, the average rating, and the weighted rating. The takeaway rating is the percentage of songs liked. That is, songs rated seven or higher. For example, on a 10-song album, if you like five songs, the takeaway rating would be 50%. The average rating is the percentage obtained by dividing the sum of the song scores by the highest possible score that particular album can receive. For example, each song can receive a maximum score of 10 points. So if an album has 10 songs, the highest possible score will be 100 points. Or if it's like this album, 12 songs, highest possible score, 120 points. The weighted rating is the percentage obtained by adding the takeaway rating to the average rating and dividing by 2. Once we have our separate weighted ratings, we add those together and divide by two, with the resulting percentage being considered the final and definitive rating used to ultimately rank the album on the giant board of every rap album in history. Lastly, for particularly high-scoring albums, there are special designations that... Wait. Oh, this doesn't apply. Right. See, this is where no, it's not. It doesn't apply. Um, and I think we should say, you know, when we do reviews on our show, we spend all week listening to the album. We listen to the album at least four or five times. Oftentimes, these are albums we've heard many times throughout our lives. In the past, right. And, you know, these albums are typically a year older or more. So there's um, that period of, you know, the hype and the chatter and discourse around the album is removed from our reviews. When we do first listens, I mean, Mel, this album came out an hour and six minutes ago. We take notes as we're listening for the first time. It's a legitimate first listen tonight yeah that we're recording this the album just came out we were we would prefer to not do this but we get it we know how the world works this is what y'all want the entertainment y'all want the hot takes fresh off the presses you know off the the, what's off the cuff off the hip off the it's off something but we're giving it to you okay and and that's what you want you want i'd say for this particular artist it's maybe off the meat hook yeah yeah perhaps yeah Yeah, we're, we're butching still you know we're in the butcher shop but uh, yeah, I almost launched into that record club explanation. We're not butching, but we're butchering. What's what's what? Oh, oh, okay, that wasn't that was accidental. Okay, don't do Hit this to me. I'm not. Why would he do this? Oh, come on, I don't. Hit I don't drop. deserve that. Really, it was an accident. It was an accident. But I'll hit the drop. Okay, fine. I'll hit it. I I guess I'll hit it here. Time to play not that game. drop. What? <laughs> Triple H, hip hop homophobia. I said something that I accidentally referred to. You know, what, what drop were you talking about? Papa. <laughs> okay. I, all right. I guess. Uh, all right. Anyway. Listen, before we get into this, I'm sure we have some new listeners as we tend to 
attract on these first listen new album reviews. Who are you as a Benny the Butcher listener? Are you a hater? Are you a lover? Are you a Zan? I mean, where do you stand with this artist? Before we go in, we should tell people, you know, our familiarity with the artist. Yeah, they should know where we stand. Okay, our perspectives going in. And I was I'm glad you brought that up because I was going to bring it up. Uh, you want to explain first? Or should I go? Me? Yeah, you. Uh, captain? Sure. You're the captain. He's the Fine. captain, I'll, folks. I'll, I'll lead like a good okay. captain should. Mm-hmm. Uh, my familiarity is Griselda is a collective that I was initially hesitant to because I thought, okay, I'm noticing there's a lot of people who I feel like are trying to imitate what Rock Marciano popularized. Popularized, pioneered. Right. So to me, at first, I was like skeptical of them. And oddly enough, I've gotten into associated acts and acts who were associated acts of those acts before I really got into Griselda. So, you know, Makami and the God Fahim. I know Mach had some dealings with Griselda early on, but when I started listening to him, he was independent of them at the moment. Um, mm-hmm. You know, your old Droog and so on and so forth. Eventually kind of coming around to Griselda, I would say in like 2018, Mm-hmm. As like, okay, these guys are, these guys are like, I feel like they're here to stay. You know, like, that's something that happens in general with rappers. It's like, all right, let's see if they stick around. You know, so many rappers come and go. It's like, all right, let's see if they're here in a couple of years. If they are, then I'll see what's up. Mm-hmm. And in my backlog listening of Griselda projects and listening to you know, stuff from 2018 onward in real time, I can say that I dislike West side gun as a rapper, but he has the best ear for beats out of the three, like what I consider like the three central members. I feel like Benny, the butcher is the best MC out of the group, but maybe has the weakest beat selection out of the three. Okay. And then for me, Conway is right in the middle where I don't think he's the best rapper in the crew, but he's not the worst by far. And I don't think he has the best beat selection because he just can't compete with the like, like the production lineup resume at this point of West Side Gun. But, you know, his beat selection has been typically for me better than Benny the Butchers. So oddly enough, Conway's been the artist I've gravitated to the most because, you know, it's almost the happy medium for Mm -hmm. me where it's like, yeah, maybe the bars aren't as consistently like hard or as to me, like as sturdy as like the Benny bars are consistently. I much prefer his beat selection. So and I really can't deal with West Side Gun's rap voice, but more on that later. So I would say I like Benny the Butcher. I respect Benny the Butcher. I'm not a huge fan because I'm not, at this point, 
I'm not convinced in his ear for production. And that's a big, that's a big facet of my enjoyment of music is the production, (laughs) you know, and the backdrop and whatnot. So, you know, uh, I have been impressed with him lyrically though. So going into this album, I don't know. There feels like an air of like, is Benny about to take a leap? Is this about to be like his breakthrough album? And I know that Tana Talk 3 was an album that a lot of people hold in a very high regard as like, that's Benny's classic, like almost his consensus classic. So I think it's okay. I'm not in love with it, to be honest, but it's in the beat selection. And sometimes, especially Derringer, uh, the tempo that his beats tend to sit in a bit slow. It's not even the drumless aspect for me that like I get caught up on. It's almost like sometimes the really slow tempos and I'm, you know, in some circles known as the tempo man. So too much, too much slow tempo might sometimes drag me down a bit. But, uh, other than that, yeah, I think I stand, um, neutral to positive, on Benny overall. Okay. Well, uh, me, on the other hand, this is a group that I've uh, been subjected to discourse about because they seem to be very popular and have been for the past, I don't know what, four or five years, something like that. Yeah, I mean, I think they came on the scene in 2015, but I think they really started making noise and this discourse surrounding them started in like probably 2017. Yeah. So, you know, we, uh, Mules and I, you know, often on the phone, we, we discuss these people that we see other people discussing. And in our classic patented rap speak, look, go to raprankings.com for the explanation FAQs. But we would always be on the phone like, Oh, those Griseldos dropped again. They're talking about the Griseldos again. And, you know, it was something that I knew as a rap fan, I always give everyone one shot, at least, you know, you know, what varies is when I'm actually going to get around to it. But I knew I would sit down and listen to them eventually. So the first time I tried was what was that? 2018, 2019, when they dropped that debut. Oh, WWCD on on Shady. Was that like their group album, basically? Yeah. Yeah, I think that was 2019, if okay, I'm not mistaken. I, I tried to get through that, and uh, it was one of those uh, DNFs, did not finish, which is different from the CNF, which is could not finish. <laughs> you know, so it's like, all right, look, I got I got other things I could be doing with my time, you know, so I, I turned it off, you know, and which means I still didn't have a formulated opinion about them, which is why, you know, I ain't hit the timeline talking. all. I mean, I tend to not talk all crazy online anyway, but you know, it's like, I don't, I don't want to talk about something that I haven't given a chance yet, but from what people were discussing, it's a lot of, you know, these guys are modern day legends, you know, they're, they're, they're goats. A lot of Wu-Tang comparisons, you know, especially with Ghostface and Raekwon, um, uh, Benny the Butcher gets a lot of Jay-Z comparisons and makes a lot of he Jay-Z does? comparisons about himself as well. Right. More on that in the actual. I heard yet. some interpolation in this album of, some, of certain things, but yeah. Uh, well, look, the, 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 the point is, you know, I finally just a few weeks ago, actually 
heard a Griselda album front to back, and it was this recently released Conway album. Uh, what is it? God Don't Make Mistakes. Mm-hmm. Um, and I got to say, I quite enjoyed it, <laughs> actually. I'll just I'll go ahead and tell y'all because, I mean, you know, it's, it's very I liked all but one track on that thing. OK, so things were looking up after my first Griselda experience. I'm like, OK, you know, right. but and based on what, like this uh, single. Off yeah, this Johnny P's caddy. Yeah, which we'll be discussing shortly, you know, but I, I basically just OK, look, you know, I'm like, all right, you know, these Griselda's. All the uh, all of the mythologizing and you know what I thought may have been a, a hyperbole. Maybe maybe that maybe they'll live up to the hype. I don't know. I like this Conway guy. And based off of that one album and like features I heard, my ranking of them was like, okay, it seems like Benny the Butcher is the best rapper in the group. Um, and then Conway, then West Side Gun, right? Which is basically your lineup as well, right? Yeah, I mean, I still believe that. I just heard right. this album. I, I'll still stand by that ranking. And so me having never heard a Benny album or a West Side Gun album, I could really only speak on the rapping that I'd heard, you know, mm-hmm. before I could, like, rank them as, you know, music makers, you know, project. Right. But uh, I would say compilers. that at least me as your friend, like, taking the temperature on Griselda with you, there mm-hmm. seems to be more goodwill going into this review for them than potentially any time you've gone into listening to their albums before. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I went into this one with, uh, you know, I don't want to say like high expectations, but having her Conway, it's like, okay, I'm looking forward to this more so than like say 2019 where I'm like, I don't know what I'm in for. My People expectations lie lie, honestly you know? had a lot to do with, um, track one, Johnny P's Caddy. I was thinking, wow, this is a very a strong, single. a strong single. We'll get into why soon, but uh, that kind of had me hype for this album. Right. So, you know, we happen to have some time to carve out to do this, and I thought, you know, we um, we missed the Makami album that came out in December by a day because he dropped it on a Friday, contrary to Elliot Wilson and Andrew Barber's. Don't believe um, rumors, folks. That's the moral of that story. The artist didn't say it, then don't believe it. Right. right, I don't Um, care if it's yellow nigga or if it's whoever. All right. Just just wait for the artist to speak. We were doing the juvenile review, I think, the week that the Conway album came out. So we were too busy that week. That review is a... if you're a new listener, don't listen to that review. Fresh <laughs> off of this one, it's a different. I'm not. I'm never going to tell them to not listen to it. Like you listen, listen, just understand that, that episode went went way off the rails. Our, the third member, Jesse. Shout out to Jesse. He was in the building. When he's in the building, the building tends to kind of get wobbly. All right, wobbly, wobbly, even. But oh yeah, wobbly. Right. Yeah, I'd say that you know. Um, the Conway album was something we were hoping to cover. Didn't get to that one. And, you know, now finally we'll get to do a first listen on a new album from a Griselda member. Right. So, yeah, look, the thing been on is... The, been on the docket for a while in some ways. Not this album in particular, but just something from Griselda. We wanted to get to, to one of these guys because we, we hear y'all like them a lot. And... You know, I just 
I was looking forward to this because, uh, <laughs> you know, it's like there's a lot of there's a lot of baggage coming in. You know, they often ask me in the streets. Mm-hmm. I'll be in the supermarket, you know, shopping for caffeine and you know lubrication for my flashlight, as I often do. And they'll be like, "Mel," and I'm like, "Uh, oh, how do you know me?" Rap rankings. I'm like, "Oh, right, right." And I'm like, "What do you want?" And they're like, "How do you feel about Griselda?" And I'm like, "Well, you know, I'll let you know when we get to one of these first listens or something." And here we are, you know. So I'm excited. Are you excited? I'm pretty excited. I'm okay. uh, I'm ready to get into it. Got it. All right. Well, listen, we're gonna we're gonna find out what's really going on, at least with one of these members, you know. So, without further ado, we got a uh, track one, Johnny P's caddy. Uh, but this was not produced by uh, the Alchemist. This was it's not beat. The bad website, aka Genius.com, said beat butcher and Daringer. Derringer. Der- Derringer. Um, Derringer. Hold on. I feel like that's not what you sent me. I sent. What did I send you? You sent me Benny the Butcher reveals track list for Tana Talk Four. Um, Johnny uh, P's caddy uh, produced by Alchemist. That came off of Reddit. We know about Reddit. All right. All right. Well, whatever. They're Your both bad. The genius it's a Reddit. First, it's a right. first listen. It doesn't matter. This we is not. Really, going yeah, on we don't the board, really mind production credits on first because we li- we literally listen and then launch, turn the, cut the mic on. All right, you know. So you know the album's fresh out in the streets. We don't know our production credits and stuff. But what I do know, given that this is a single, you know, mm-hmm. is uh, I had some time with this. All right, and uh, I gotta say, to me, it's an eight minus. Wow, I'm uh shockingly going even higher flat eight oh, me baby yeah. okay well uh this is what? one of my favorite rap records of the year so far same same okay you know this uh this thing came out and you know admittedly i listened because j cole okay i'm a j cole fan um, I'm, I'm no fan of that guy but i must say this You're a fan best. of him. You like at least ten. Well, our metric folks is like to be a fan of someone, you gotta like at least ten songs. I don't. I don't claim. I'm not claiming him. Okay. Okay. So, you, tech, statistically, you could be a fan if you wanted to claim. I it. could. I could. Yeah. You have to. It's not just. You, have, you also have to it. claim it. Right? You also have to claim it at that point. Okay. Right. And then you got ten songs you like, so you're not a fake fan. But <laughs> I'm no fan of J Cole. Okay. Here's the thing about J Cole. I would say I'm. I'm definitely a fan. I'm not a J. Cole hate. I'm not like one of these fuck J. Cole people, but he's he doesn't he doesn't do much for me. And that's what I wanted to get to, because even I would say more than of I'm I'm a fan, but I'm probably more of a J. Cole apologist to anything and that I, I don't I don't support the narrative around him when it comes to like acting like he's worthless and adds no value to hip hop. Now, if people want to start talking about is that he one of he one of the goats conversations? I can't really meet people there who think that he's like, you know, top five all time as much as I like him. You know, I don't I don't really put him in that realm. But I say all that to say we did this a is one review. of those. We pref- did a Born Center review. It's on our. Yeah, check TV. it out. Born Center. What was that? Season five. I don't hate yeah, J. Cole. I'm not like a J. Cole hater by any stretch, but he's just not. We did an off season first listen. Oh, yeah, we did. Right. We did a first listen. I that. didn't hate that album. I think I liked half or maybe one over half on that one. The the point, folks, is that what happens here in this Benny the Butcher song, this is one of those J. Cole performances that makes me proud to be a fan. This is I something mean, I can what's, point to. What's, what's up there with it? Because this is the best verse from him I've ever heard. 
Oh. And don't and don't say that damn Good Friday's looking for trouble shit because you'll be disqualified. No, no, come on, we talk about that. Uh, no, I wouldn't say that. That's what they say. All right. That's what I'm saying. Don't <clears throat> don't disqualify yourself before you even put forth that. And not that song from Letterman either. That's a different. It's a different vibe. This, as I, I believe, when this song dropped as a single, I called you and I was like, "What makes this verse work?" Is that usually people can point to like one bar or something of like he'll be doing great, and then it's one. It's like ah, you'll like wince, you'll cringe. Yeah, there's always that one botched bar, in my opinion, or right odd odd delivery or that something takes that takes you out of it. Yeah. That doesn't happen here to me. Okay. But we'll get to Jake on in a second. This is a Benny the Butcher album. And I got to say, um, spoiler style, because, you know, you got 11 more tracks here, but this is probably his best rapping on the album to me. Who's that, Benny? Yeah. It's up there. There may be, there's like maybe two other verses from him on this album that could qualify. I agree. They're like two, exactly two others. Yeah. But. I don't. I, I wouldn't be mad at that. I just heard this album once. I've heard this song now three times. So this is the song I've heard more than everything else, which I've only heard once. But I gotta say, off top, best Alchemist beat I've heard in years. I've been hypercritical of Alchemist because he was one of my. I mean, assuming this is an Alchemist beat. Yeah, if this is an Alchemist beat, it's like a top, top one alchemist beat of like the last five years easily like best i haven't heard a beat from him and across this album if the beats that are credited to him on my end were the beats that he made i feel like he's putting up a fight and like he's a lot of these beats feel like he's been he's given me the middle finger for some of my comments about his recent um somewhat lackadaisical approach to production but I just checked the credits on uh one of the streaming services. It says Alchemist. It's Alchemist, bro. So is it I'm Alchemist? telling you, it's Alchemist. It's Alchemist. Okay. Well, then it's if, Alchemist it, if it's because, Alchemist, then shout out to him. Because Alchemist, like when the shit dropped, he was like promoting it. Like he wouldn't have been pushing it like that if he wasn't the producer. Pushing P, as the kids say. Well, pushing, he's pushing production Johnny credits. P. Yeah, put Johnny V. Johnny okay. Panic, by the way. Oh, um, Johnny Panic, Johnny Polygon. No, Lots of good Johnny P's it. out here. Okay. But, <laughs> yeah, the beat, man, and then the sample. The, All that I want is you. That's the shit. <laughs> Drums are real sturdy. They're knocking, sounding real good. Then we get a passionate and very well-constructed verse from Benny. But I wrote, it somehow gets surpassed by J. Cole's excellent verse. Perhaps the best I've ever heard him spit. This is, yeah, you reminded me of a point I wanted to make. If J. Cole rapped like this all the time. Oh my God, he would be Then I would entertain those like top five all time. He would be one of my favorite modern day rappers if he rapped as good as he did on this song on every song from here on out. Right. I mean, here on, what's the opposite of here on out? Here on before. Like, I'm saying if... Since he oh, burst the on whole, the scene, if he had if always rapped cap, like this. Oh, my this, God, bro. We'd be in the That's what I'm saying. You know, then he would be like, you know, the, we, he gets the Nas comparisons. The, you know, whoever comparisons. He gets like, the Nas comparisons, but it's like, I don't believe those comparisons. It's like, it's fake. 
It's Stone Cold Steve Austin wrestling Kevin Owens at WrestleMania. It's we like, don't need to talk just because you do the stunner doesn't make you ain't Austin. You ain't. You ain't. Okay. We know about you, Kevin Owens, but this ain't uh this ain't uh New Age wrestling rankings. Uh, Jake Jake Cole, if you rapped like this all the time, then you'd probably be, in my mind, worthy of that conversation. You know, but um, yeah, he does get the best of Benny the Butcher here, which is not to say that Benny the Butcher was slacking because like I said, this is some of the best rapping from him. This is why going into this album, I was excited because when you hear things like my ability to turn words to imagery, probably the reason they're going to remember me, figure me walk this tightrope with a feline's agility. The streets did so much shit to me. I could never live civilly. I love that line. Okay. That line, because I'm traumatized male, you know? I'm always I'm always squirrely looking over my shoulder because I expect life to f- me at every second, every turn. Okay, I do think I this is an line. interesting choice as an intro because it kind of just comes on. And you're like, oh, okay, we're doing <laughs> this does. right now. You know, may- maybe he did it um, for you know. Sing- I mean, I wonder though because do you think this was sequenced before the single was dropped? Or um, interesting. Because this could be one of those things like, oh, the single popped. I'll just put it first. Nah, you know? that I, one thing I will say about Griselda and the people who work on these albums, mm-hmm. the sequencing is intentional. Like, okay. I actually just saw a tweet from the person who executive produced the Conway album, and he was talking about his, um, like his methodology in terms of the sequencing and how he wanted to start with like some of the grimier, harder joints and then move into some of the more emotional cuts on the second half, like Uh sequencing on these Griselda albums, you've got to think also on a 12 song album, you have to be very intentional with the sequencing and based on the outro of this album and how the sound breaks down and fades out, I do think this album was sequenced with intent. So, okay. I'm not saying it's a bad choice to open with. It just feels almost kind of abrupt. Like, it's this, sudden. Yeah. It almost feels like a track two to me. Like, that there needed to be an intro before this, before we just go right into this. But this is a very good record. Yeah. And, you know, uh, Wine's like, I mean, I don't know all of the lore uh, about Griselda, you know, because I haven't. You know, I'm not as tapped in as the Griselda super fans. And, you know, but when he says like uh, they want to know what I brought to Griselda, I say validity. That line is hard. But, you know, I I don't know who these people are asking this question, but I love this line. Um, But, yeah, look, as much as I I am engaged um, with what he's he's rapping on here, Cole comes in, man. But the thing is, I've heard Benny like this before. Okay, I've heard I've. I've heard Benny sound like this on tracks. Like I just listened to his album with uh, hit boy. I heard his album with Harry fraud. Um, they're like nine tracks each. So they're almost EPs, but you know, like I've heard Tana talk three. So I've heard at least three projects from this guy prior to this. And I've heard plenty of features from him as well. Like I've heard, Benny in this bag before I've not quite heard J. Cole in this bag. 
Like he he does this in spurts. You know, J. Cole can be one of the best rappers on the planet when he wants to be. You know, if this is one of those moments where, you know, what I appreciate about a, a sequence like, of course, I'm trying to revive a sport that's dying, but the guns and the drug bars that y'all rely on got these nerds thinking that you niggas hard as I am, but that just mean I ain't as comfortable as y'all with lying. I appreciate that because that could have been as cliche as things come. Okay, it's like, how many times have you heard the rapper rapping like, oh, the rest of y'all are just talking about cars and clothes and, and jewelry and money, right? You know, it's like, come on, you know, you got to What happened is he subverted that because he didn't like moralize it. He jumped over it. It's like, no, he's not telling you this stuff is bad. It's like, he's challenging your your integrity. It's like, oh, no, 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 no. See, listen, y'all all lying. It's cat, <laughs> you know? I like basically I'll be fine with y'all talking about it. You know, I just don't believe that y'all really be doing it. You know, that's why that line is hard. You know, stretching the truth. No, I never stress in the booth. They feel the pressure. Me, I feel like I just left the masseuse. You know, he, 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 he's he's doing, he's doing things that, you know, make me proud to be a J. Cole. He's thing. getting that's surgical awesome. on this one. And he's getting surgical. He also has really uh, high levels of passion and conviction in his delivery as well. So, yes. um, setting a high bar here with the intro, uh, setting a high bar. Can, can I, can bar. I just say, uh, to, um, in these, in this day and age where raps or rap has kind of shifted away from like the, the straight up punchline, era mm-hmm. that like maybe like a mid it's, to late 2000s it's, it's Wayne coming Usher back in. it's coming back, it, it's coming back in point. a way but i say that to say like it's been a long time since lines could make me like like singular lines like punch lines could like give me that scrunch face you know because mm-hmm. rap kind of moved away from that and at the same time i feel like we heard so much of it done so well like after Wayne, it's like, I don't want to hear punchlines from no one else because y'all not going to touch what this man gave me across mixtapes and such from like, you know, 05 to when he got locked up, you know. But I remember the night I heard this song, you know, they want me you know on the song. You know what killed Punchlines? For the Reaper. I'm probably going to go to hell if Jesus asked for a feature. I actually had to, uh, like, you know, yeah, I made the a, face. That's a hard, that's a hard. I made part. the face, you know. That's a Nas prodigy caliber type bar that I would expect to hear like from one of those um but I'll tell you what I remember reading articles about Kanye West in Hawaii working on that beautiful dark twisted fantasy and he had shit on the walls like he had basically like instructions on the walls for all the people Mm, that he brought in to write to not do certain things and one of them was no punchlines so for a while fam it was quiet for punchlines, but I'm telling you, punchlines, I'm going to say since since like 2019, punchlines have been making a comeback, and it continues to this day. Yeah. They're making so, a comeback. You know, I mean, I can sit here all night and talk about the uh, the merit of a punchline and, and the execution of a punchline to really make it punch, but you know. Kanye uh, killed punchlines for nine years, but they're coming. They're 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 back. Basically, they're back. He he. I don't know his his rules and his freaking Hawaii. You his know, rules have disintegrated to Sunawana Thuna Dunna. 
I mean, yeah, we know he's making demos now and and, and putting them out is, you know. That's why you don't get a first listen new album review of Donda 2. It's not a real album, okay? It doesn't exist in any marketplace. It exists on a glorified Simon, okay? It exists exactly on a freaking Tamagotchi. Yeah, so. Audio output. So, anyway, Flat 8 on Johnny P's Um, Caddy. Anything else? Yeah, I just want to say, while I do like the beat, I think they outwrap the beat. The beat's good. I like it. It's it's serviceable. It's a good backdrop. I feel these like verses I, are these verses are top tier. So yeah, I'll, I'll I'll take it. But I think this beat is phenomenal. Especially it's, it's a good beat. Having heard Alchemist's limp ass beats for so many years now, to hear a beat with like and and throughout this album really his drum programming, it's back. It's back. Yeah, it, it it it's uh, yeah. sure. <laughs> There's yeah. only one drumless beat on this album, though. You sure it was just one? I mean, look, I've only heard it once, but I feel like maybe like a qu- a third of the album was drumless. Nah, not know. at all. Track four, that's it. Okay. Everything else had programming on it. Well, listen, I like a good drumless beat. Keyword good, but for y'all that 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 can't make a good drumless beat, I got a message for you. This shit ain't got no fucking drums in it, man. Damn. Why don't you put some fucking drums in the music so I can get down the business? Okay. That's all I'm asking. You know. But, uh, anyway. You want to move on? Yeah. All right. Uh, track two. Back two. Two times. Two X. Back, back. Back, back. back yeah, back, back. Uh, featuring. Uh, who, who's 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 on this? Stove God cooks. Oh right, yeah, Stove God. Right, we're gonna and be reviewing him later. This, this, uh, Derringer season. and Beat Butcher. Okay. Well, uh, they should have took this back back to the drawing board. Flat six. <laughs> yeah. Seven minus. Ding me, okay. baby. Um, but before we move on, can I just say? So here's the thing. Um, you might you might not know about this, but. Uh, the the phrase bag bag okay that's aave okay now so you might not understand because you know and you ain't black but like back it's yeah spelling it out it's back back but like it's slurred in such a way like i i grew up saying it and i remember it was like years ago i really thought about it and i'm like what what am i because i the implication is like back up like you know you tell me you know, bag back it's but like back back, <laughs> like you're telling you know. Like, I've always I've always heard back back in the context of the back back of like a like there's a minivan with with two different rows of back seats. What? So there's the back, and then there's Is, the back okay. back. Are you are you lying? No. Are you telling stories? Another? Have you AAV never been in a minivan phrase? before, Mel? Of course I have, but so, I don't usually so hear when people you say, use the phrase back. What? Oh, is it like Travis Scott that's in the back of the backseat? <laughs> whatever that's supposed to be. I don't know what, I don't know, whatever. The, we know about that. Okay, Astro will review out now. But yeah, look, the, the thing is like bag, back. Usually growing up, I'd say it's like somebody too close. You're too close, smart. You know, you're talking bag, back, 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 back. You know, but that's that what this so. is. Is that, back, is that AAVE or is that Midwest VE? You've never heard Bag Back? Not in that context, no. Yeah, maybe it is some Midwest stuff. I don't know. But uh, 
Yeah, this is back, back, and uh, yeah, listen. You, you have a flat six. Yeah, it's all right. That's what um, a flat six means. You know, this this one slows down the tempo to your average like Griselda Derringer sort of song. Um, Benny has some lines in his verse that I like. I'm eating caviar off ciabatta that's chopped thin. Some good food bars on this one. Uh, that, that sounds bad. Bar. Caviar on ciabatta? Ciabatta, you know, the bread. The bread. The ciabatta yeah. bread. That can't be good. That's good? This is a good bar, you know? It's, a, it's some, uh, see, see, some he's, flash shit. He's pulling the wood. That's that, that's that, uh, that's that, come on. That's that aesthetic talk. All right. He, you don't, you, don't, you got to stop and think about that. So he's, he's eating. eating he, he's eating it on the ciabatta. That, <laughs> so a what thin, is that? What is caviar? It's like, what is it, like fish eggs or something? Yeah, you know, you eat caviar because you eat sushi. It's in there. But, like, it's just fish, eggs. On, so what is it, like an egg sandwich? Kind of. It's like it's a delicacy is what he's saying. I it's think like he's some, just throwing mildly fancy-sounding things Yeah, together, it's a flex. Hoping but that I mean, people it's better than, it's a flex. It's better than your boy Drake talking about spaghetti bolognese all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yo, yo, when our boy talks about the bolognese, you wouldn't even know about that, you bean. You know, like... You gotta understand when the man is chilling at you know eating with the uh, with the what did what did he what did he eat the risotto or something like that like I don't want to hear you're a waste you you never had any fine cuisine or none of that you know but anyway Look, I'm not it was a hard opening line about. to me um, some of his sequences on this verse definitely gave me J uh, J vibes for sure um, he said I took orders quick and fancy in the kitchen like Gordon Ramsay a lot of food bars on this. Um, I think it's a solid verse from Benny on here. Stove on the hook. I got to say, though, Stove God's usually a show stealer. Um, Right, he is. I think we're going to be on the same page here. He's a guy that, like, you know, when I see he's featured on, like, a West Side Gun song, I go out of my way to listen to that song to hear his verse. And he's Mm -hmm. oftentimes a show stealer when he's on a song. He'll usually have, like, one bar... That will just make me die laughing. I have right. to say, I feel like his verse was a bit, bit mailed in on this one for me. Like, I think Benny got him on this one. Um, this is not a top tier performance from Stove God that we would get on like Reasonable Drought or his features. I was not totally impressed by him on here, but I. Uh, Thought the beat was decent, didn't love it. More so the tempo we were locked into wasn't my favorite. I liked Stove God on the Hook more than I liked his verse. I'm actually kind of surprised. Seven minus. I don't think anybody got anybody. I think they were both I. No, nah, Benny mean, was Benny had so like he had some like fucking he had some fly bars. What saying he's Bodie James and Tupac? You like that? It was a good line. <laughs> okay all right listen folks you're new here so so you might think wolves is being being honest but he's being he's 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 lying all right he's capping he's being intellectually good. It dishonest like it's, he's telling us what he is okay <laughs> i heard it once man i heard it once jesus okay. christ you're holding uh, me to you're making it seem like it's a second listen I've, Old just, album I've heard review. you talk about Bodie james in private which is why i know, got i got I'm bars for boring james we, he's on track four <laughs> Okay. Uh, anyway, Listen, um, don't act like I would lie. I like that bar. Okay. Because he is like uh, Pac meets Boring James. Because Pac was uh, one of the goats, and Boring James, 
that's kind of where <laughs> Benny sits for me, right in the middle. Okay, sure. <laughs> um, yeah, look, it's just it's songs like this. You ain't you ain't, of, listen. You ain't you ain't food talk. Okay. You bring it back to this freaking ciabatta with the fish eggs on it. I'm not feeling that. That that sounds fake to me. All right, that sounds like he didn't expect anybody to stop. Red wine and cheese before bedtime. Don't don't do that. Please don't do that. Don't. Folks, you don't know what he just did, but that was a very traumatizing thing he he just said to me, talking about red wine and cheese before bedtime. Oh shit! No, I've just got a scoop. Ain't got no scoop. Dude, this is big. Oh, Hold on. I think because we're doing a Griselda album, the people who are listening, even the new listeners, they'll understand what, who I'm talking about here. Mel, Nia okay. Jax is going to get vaccinated. <laughs> I know where this is going. Okay. I, I can't believe it. Um, but I wouldn't bring it up if it didn't have something to do with this review. Apparently, uh-huh. Benny the Butcher is going to be making her theme song. What? Yeah, she's coming back to WWE. And the reason that they hired him is because they're going to bring her back in a, a new gimmick that's basically almost based on how people perceive her and her work online within the internet wrestling community. So apparently, the beat is going to come in and the entrance theme is going to start with Benny saying the botchers come in redacted. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Folks, uh, Mules uses redacted on the show because you ain't black, you know, he ain't black. So we appreciate that from him. But uh, listen, Nia Jax would immediately catapult my all time power rankings if they ever actually pulled that. Um, the botcher coming would be amazing. Uh, oh wow, Jesse, third member style, just sent in the DMs in the rap chat. Kevin Durant just tweeted an hour ago. Stove God, one of the best rappers in the world. Appreciate that man. And Jesse provided the um commentary. Check cleared. We do have a drop for that, by the way. We do, although I don't think the check cleared. I mean, he is a great rapper. I mean... Off this verse, though? We know about Jesse. Making that statement off this verse? Oh, oh, right. Okay, this right. This was a tweet from tonight. So Maybe the most mid mid Stove God guest feature I've ever heard. Oh, well, you know what? Okay, I'm going to hit the thing. But it wasn't check clear. Because here's the thing. I'm glad you brought this up now because I know why he said this. Because... His whole verse on this track, on this track too, lots of basketball references. Oh, right. Yes. Tons of sports references. Kyle Lowry and Harold Miner. And like, he had a line about like Barkley and the Rockets because, you know, he's like, I like that John Morant song you played the other day better. (laughs) Well, that is a good song, even though it hurts me as a Steph Curry fan. But, uh, yeah, he's like, some about the Rockets. You know, Barkley had a stint with the Rockets late in his career. He's like, and I am bringing a chip home. All right. Leave players alone for not winning chips. Well, look, I'm a big, I'm a big, uh, a chip, a chip fan, a championship fan. I would prefer my favorite players to have one, but it's like you know they always tease Charles Barkley. Lots well, of great players no, no, never no. got I'm, a chip. I'm, I'm saying they, no, they did. They got sour cream and onion barbecue. Oh, no, you're not um, getting the badums for that. I'm not. They no, got freaking cheddar, sour cream and cheddar. Uh, Man, 
Okay, sour onion, sour. <laughs> oh, we gotta bring. It's been so long since we played that drop. Oh my god! Hold on, no, I gotta bring that back. Jesus, that's a that's like a season zero a rap rankings drop. Oh my god! This is this is the these are the chips that Charles Barkley and Steph Curry are taking home. Lay's potato chips. Lay's potato chips. Just can't eat one. Yeah, Lay's potato chips. I love me some chips, man. Some corn chips. You know, barbecue chips. Sour onion, garlic, sour. <laughs> sour onion, garlic, sour. Oh, man, it's been so long. Um, sour onion, garlic, sour shirts coming soon. Uh, Halloween, a Halloween drop for the boogeyman himself. Wow. Well, let's hope we don't get sued by the boogeyman. But uh, And I caught your little dig. Curry got chips. All right, he got three of them. Well, right. you didn't get Mario, one. You time. ain't basketball. I don't want to hear from you. Um, I'm basketball. No, you're not. But uh, listen, as much as I understood these references from Stove God Cooks, but they were I, you know, they were fine. I've heard better. I'm disappointed because when one of my guys doesn't deliver, I feel like it's a it's it's a a mark against me as well as a as a aficionado, as a scout, you know, (laughs) I guess. Um yeah, look, man. The stove is, uh, was turned to medium on this one. Let's be honest. Yeah, you didn't turn the uh, the what's what's what is it like? Uh, what's the highest degree a stove can be turned up? That to? would be high, Mel. Well, no, that's like the stove top. I'm talking about the. Oh, that's an oven. I'm an idiot. I'm a dummy. <laughs> I'm stupid. Uh, <laughs> oven, uh, oven god, oven god, Mel. It goes up. I think an oven goes to four fifty. Typically, maybe 500. Yeah, maybe 500. I think 500. I got to look into that. I don't know about you. I believe 500. Oh, you don't trust me? No, we know you ain't food. By the way, I got this picture. I I I typed Chivada and caviar. This looks like the Black Plague. It looks moldy. Thinly You got these black eggs on this bread. You're looking at this picture the wrong way. You got to look at it from the perspective of a, a man who's living... A life where you eat things that taste bad for status. <sighs> All right. <laughs> Listen, this doesn't look like you eat this and you just hour away. We talk about the boo boo coming, nigga. <laughs> More like a, a hour, hour later, this fucking alien xenomorph pops out of your chest. Yeah, yeah. This, this this is not safe for consumption. Okay, this is this is not good. Um, but yeah, look. Uh, what can I say? I do like the line from. I think this. I just wrote. You know, first listen style. I wrote notes as I was going, trying not to get too distracted from the song. It was either so. I think it was Benny that said like, you know, you know, basically keep good people around you because like you're gonna need them when they read the Miranda rights. Like you don't want no snitches in the circle. And, and he's right. You got to build the right team. All right. Make sure you ain't got no cracks in the circle. You know, people are telling you. All right, I don't want that. Um, the beat, I said, it's kind of droning, humming mm-hmm. along. Um, it's at its best when it's like this little. It's not a drop, but it's like they had this little element, like at the like what is it like every at the end of every eight bars or something. I don't know. I only heard it once. I only heard it yeah. once. But uh, yeah. Um, only other note is at the beginning of the song, he was talking, and I didn't catch what he said, but it sounded like y'all want me back on that dandruff shit. 
And uh, he said, yeah. "Do y'all want me back on that Derringer shit?" Oh, oh, <laughs> <laughs> first listen, okay. Y'all want me back on that Derringer shit? <laughs> that was what uh, Mel was thinking in 2015 when he had to cut his hair to join corporate America, and you know, uh, everybody missed long, shaggy-haired Mel. You know, uh, yeah, and I, I did, I did eventually get back on that dandruff shit for uh, seven years, and I just cut it a few weeks ago. So, anyway, uh, anything else? No. Okay. Well, we can move it along. Uh, track three, Super Plug, uh, produced by The Alchemist, presumably. Yes, indeed. Okay. Well, uh, six plus. Okay. Uh, seven minus for me. Doing me, baby. Okay. Uh, I popped for the classic ALC tag, the Alchemist. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is in the Griselda tempo. Like, this is, like, kind of in the same tempo range as the last song. Piano-driven beat. At first, I thought, I don't know if I like this. Then the piano randomly switches up every, like, couple bars. And I like mm-hmm. that part. Um, so I kind of got into the beat. And then there's some stuff I notice going on in the background of the beat that kind of adds some dramatic flair. Uh, yeah, I wrote dramatic noise. Yeah. I did not really care very much for Benny's first verse on this song. Kind of, eh, to me. But perfect verse alert for the second. Oh, brother, really? The second verse. Great storytelling and anecdotal bars. Um, Second perfect verse on the album. The first being Johnny P's Caddy. Might have saved the record for me. Seven minus. If it wasn't for his second verse, I might have bailed on this one. Perfect verse alert. See, now I gotta, I definitely gotta hear it again because you know you don't be throwing those around all willy nilly. I mean, I literally wrote. I said he's I got three no on bars. this. I say he got three on this album. This is the second one. Well, you didn't say three perfect verses. You just said three standout performances. Basically, these are great verses. What do you want me to say? Uh, I wrote. I ain't catch no bars. So. Uh, I said he got outwrapped by the beat. I'm a big fan of this beat, okay? Uh, Mel's wacky scenario. I wasn't sure how I felt about it until that one little element came into it. I like it because it's uh, it's eerie, you know. This folks, if you, if you're new here, uh, Mel, that's me. I often uh, these beats remind me of things, and, and this is where you get Mel's wacky scenarios. I said this beat sounds like uh, working in a lab, tiptoeing, trying to be careful not to wake the Mewtwo in the tank. Uh, that's what this is to me. Like, I'm trying to, you know, not wake up a specimen that's in a tank that could, you know, destroy everything. Uh, the keys, they, they almost have, like, that sort of, like, what was it, like, echolocation sort of ping to it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he got outwrapped by the beat, you know? Interesting. And this is, this is why, okay? We talk about this on the show all the time. You know, I don't need to relate to bars to like them, but he is so heavily on this wave on this album of you know like okay i'm i'm the drug rapper i'm a real trapper like it's like okay so mileage is gonna vary on this all right um from what i've heard based on his music and you know i don't know the man but i'm not here to like call his credit i think his credentials check out i can't call his authenticity in a question i mean you know i'm I'm a virgin (laughs) okay and i'm homies with the dare lion okay i don't i ain't never sold no drugs but this talk does nothing for me you know 
And I also ask, like, I don't know what a non-drug dealer would get out of this. Right. But here's the thing. You liked We Got It For Cheap Volume 2. Right. So it's not that it's his specific way of speaking about this. I mean, they're fly talking. They're stylish, you know, the clips on that on that tape, you know, so this isn't this is more. What what could I say? Uh, I'd say it's grittier. It's harsher, you know, it's just I wouldn't even call it grittier or harsher. It's just more straightforward and, you know. Uh, there's a specific word. Well, it's a bleak. Well, it's a bleak life, and the, <laughs> the songs about it are often bleak. I'll hit that for him, even though, uh, <laughs> even though, uh, you know, here, here, this is for you, Benny. That music was happy, and it believed in love, and it was cheerful, and it was musical. And now, yeah. you get this this music that is so sad and so angry. Well, it's a bleak life, and the music about it is often very bleak. But you know, comparing like God of Her Cheat Volume 2 and Reasonable Drought to Superplug. It's just. I feel like I'm just subject to a a drug dealer going through drug dealer jargon, you know? Like, this. There's no. I can't get anything out of this. You know, there's no utility in this for me. I don't. I don't. I don't move weight, you know? Um. I think this beat deserved more. I think this would have been the perfect backdrop to really do something crazy on. But, uh, you know, he's just talking about caught my first case and had to move into my pop's house. You know, like, basically, that didn't stop him. And he was, like, stashing it in his pop's couch or something like that. It's like, okay. You know, that that ain't the life I live personally. So how much can I get out of this, you know? basically my takeaway i really like the beat but man, the content it's not for me it's not for old Bell, Alch- alchemist back he's back <laughs> alchemist back hashtag alchemist back i guess he's back um yeah that that's uh that's pretty much all i got here you got anything else uh no okay well uh, uh great storytelling and anecdotal bars i think i said that already though Okay. Yeah, he did. All right. Well, uh, we can move it along to uh, track four, Weekends in the Perrys. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'd rather spend my weekends at home. Flat six. Moles and Mel Connect, flat six. <sighs> this is, uh, uh, for me, the first miss. Now, this is a, this doesn't have any drums. This no, beat it doesn't. Is, it has this the drums is, in the sample, you know. Yeah, but, but this is the only the this is the only non-programmed drums beat on the whole album. Okay, well maybe maybe I'm tripping, but I feel like there's another one. Um, I I listened in monitors turned up real loud. I heard I heard I heard it for what it is. Well, I listened in Audio Technica headphones. Oh, we know about you loud. listening in those damn headphones. Headphones. Look, they're, they're, these are industry standard headphones. Okay? And we know about the industry. Industry rule number 4080 <laughs> record company people are shady and they sold you these damn headphones. Oh my God. Um, I don't use headphones. No, sure. Sure, you don't. Uh, at the beginning, he's talking. He says some shit. Uh, you ain't ever, or you, you ain't gonna never change, so don't worry about it. Listen, easier said than done. I wish I, wish I could. Uh, 
you know, adopt that mindset. But it's, Al- it's Alchemist difficult. is back, but he forgot to add drums to this one beat. Uh, we're not going to hold it against him. It's a sped up soul sample. There's some chops spliced in that I liked, but I I don't know. I think like really the whole thing about like all this conjecture about drumless beats, quote unquote, it's sample dependent ultimately because like there's plenty of good drumless beats. There are bad drumless. beats. That's not a reason to give a song a six. So that's not why I don't like this one, but I have to say, I'm not sure about this particular sample. I dig the vibe but I'm not sure how I feel about the sped up vocal portion of it. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, no, because I only heard it once. <laughs> okay. Right. Well, it gets kind of repetitive. Um, Benny's verse is fine, but I've liked him more on all of the other records so far. Goldie, I said, where are the bars from Johnny P's caddy? Bring those yeah. back. You know? Goldie, I mean, again, like, he's all right. I think he's a good writer, but I find his rap voice... His delivery, it's just so, like, monotone to me. I don't get the hype, man. Like, I've not been impressed with him as everybody else seems to be. But, you know, he's just not connecting with me. The intro to his last album with Alchemist, Price of Tea in China, I think it was called. Something Karuth or something was the intro. the Price of Tea in China right now? Oh, geez, I don't know. But it's a good intro. But then, like, the album kind of bored me. He had more joints on the first album he did with Alchemist um, Chemistry Set or something like that. But I don't know. I just... I, I'm not... I'm not sold on Boldy James yet. I'm somewhat, you know, indifferent to him for the most part. I mean, <laughs> I believe this is my first time hearing him. And I wrote, uh, so this is Boldy James? Eh, that's what I wrote in my notes. Uh, you know, I I got I, I got to hear him again. I can't make any uh, calls right now. You know, listen but, to uh, the album that he just did with Alchemist like two years ago. Um, no, that's two years old. That's Moldy James. Oh yeah. my goodness! Hit the hit the <laughs> fucking there you go. Yeah, I have not really much else to say about this one. Um, I said he, I caught something about he's rapping about Virginia and Teddy Riley, something like that. And he said, they mad I'm back rapping about dope again. I said, I'm not mad, but are there other raps from him? I like to hear those, you know? Um, and that was it. That's all I got. All right. Well, what is the Perry's? Is that, um, is that a location of some, I'm, I assume it is. I, bl- I, if I'm not mistaken now, I might sound like a complete fucking idiot. But I think it's referring to Fred Perry's, which are shoes. But maybe I'm getting those mistaken with something. Oh, else. so he's like in in a in an Fred article of clothing. Perry, okay. let's see, Perry, Fred Perry. What is it? Uh, clothing. I guess Perry's. So. They're okay. They're polos. Fred Perry uh, shoes. They got shoes. Yeah, they got shoes. With like their little emblem on it, maybe this is these are the Perry's. Mm. That would be my guess, but I might sound like a complete fucking idiot. So, uh, it's a good time to mention we have a hotline if you want to call in seven one eight six three five zero seven four three. Tell us what the Perry's are. We don't know. 
0743. What are the Perrys, if I am mistaken, and they are not Fred Perrys? What if it's like uh, uh, daggone, uh, what, what is it, piercings or something? You know, Perry Saturn. Maybe he's uh, <laughs> got right, stuff pierced all We got to move on. <laughs> okay. Uh, track five, Ten More Commandments. Okay. Featuring Diddy, produced by yeah. Derringer and Beat Butcher. Look, getting Diddy on this isn't going to make this any. I, I, I look. I, I see what you were trying to do here. All right, and I'm giving it a flat six. Giving it a six plus. Ding me, baby. Okay. Wait, no, don't ding me. Buzz me, which no, you did. I buzzed you. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, six plus. Man, I got to tell you, I feel like if this existed 15 years ago on a random mixtape. It might have been a seven and nothing more mm-hmm. on an album. Almost having Diddy on it makes it worse to me in a way. It's like you have to get this guy to stamp this record because it's like sacrilegious. Why do these legends sell out so fast for stuff? This is Austin coming back to wrestle Kevin Owens. This is what yes. Diddy is doing right now. Okay? That's the energy I'm getting from this. Honestly, um, the paranoid sort of like frenetic sounding piano in here. Real gritty sounding drums. Uh, we got Diddy ad libs and Benny playing Pat off Poo's the. Did Pat do this? He might have done. I mean, listen, he's counting down from twenty till eleven on the new crap commandments. Basically, the new more more commandments, and like, I uh, I mean, there's paying homage, and then there's like being a mark, and you know. This is kind of like being a mark, in my opinion. Um, he tried yeah, to make I, us I wrote, accepted by getting Diddy involved. I wrote right? 15 years ago, this would have been a mixtape classic to people. Today, this sounds kind of weird. Diddy ad-libbing and riffing at the end on the motivational tip, black unification tip. And then it's over, and you're just like, okay, that happened. We can move on. Uh, I appreciate the concept, I feel like Diddy stamping it made it worse. And Benny's not bad. He delivers with the bars in line with the concept. But I like, I, I see what you're doing here. And the novelty is sort of lost on me. I just don't care. I don't appreciate the concept. Okay. Don't, don't do sequels to deceased rapper songs. Okay. I don't care if you get they mama on the record. To don't do sequels, just, just, period. Just make, just make your songs. own thing, man. Just make new songs. Make new songs. Or like Mules was saying, confine it to a mixtape, you know? They don't make mixtapes anymore. Where this isn't, I know, that's that's a shame. But like, when you put it on an album like this, it's like, now it's a part of your legacy. You now, know, if artists could put out free mixtapes online with our, you know, their files that you download, I don't know how many people would be down with that but that's the outlet for this and as far as mainstream artists are concerned i feel like wiz khalifa is maybe the only one left who's putting out free download mixtapes on like live mixtapes and dat piff you know in the current timeline everyone else is just everything's on dsps everything gets cleared or just doesn't come out and then like you were saying Mel, like, albums leaking has been replaced by, like, this leak culture. You were telling me this, 
you know, off air on the phone earlier. And, you know, if you're going to hear someone over like an uncleared sample, it's going to be most likely an unmixed, unfinished song. Um, this is whatever to me. I mean, it's a novelty record. Just didn't land for me all the way. Look, it, the beat has, uh, I just wrote spinning noises. Yeah. It's like a bass stab. Um, look, I've only heard it once. So as far as the actual amendments themselves, I, I would need to hear it again, you know. Mm-hmm. Seeing as uh, how I'm a world-renowned drug dealer, you know, we all know this about me, Mel the drug dealer, um, only I can approve of these new commandments. All right, so I got to hear it again and know if he's really hitting on stuff. But what I did catch said no social media posting. I like that. I agree with that. Okay, that should be a no-brainer. You know, Biggie didn't have that social media when he was around, so I get him not including it. But but if we're if we're gonna if we're gonna add ten more, this should be yeah. How you how you trapping and you broadcasting all your moves? Okay, come on, you got to do better than that. Um, you also said first chance you get, you better get out this shit. There you go. You know, there you go. But uh, yeah, I just said Diddy on here talking like he cares about the community. Too and then many I said, no, let me not say that. I don't know there's, that man. There's 20 crap commandments now, which is insane. No, it ain't. It's still 10. Okay, these haven't been ratified. Okay, they were proposed. Mel, right. the drug dealer, needs to sit in uh, on the committee. Unfortunately, they of. can't. They can't get Biggie's signature, so I don't think it'll ever be. That's what I'm ratified. saying. That's what I'm implying. Okay. Diddy as a surrogate is not going to work for me, but hey, I might be overruled by the rest of the committee. I don't know. Um, that's all I got. You got anything okay. else? No, of course not. Okay. <laughs> of course heard not. I yeah, heard it once. Okay. I mean, what, 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 what is that? Okay. Well, track six, Tyson versus Ali. Uh, track six, flat six. Wolves and Mel connect on the flat six when you look at that. I actually transcribed a lot of bars for this one, not knowing if it would make uh, the bad website in time. Mm-hmm. So Griselda seemed to have a lot of these versus songs. Usually it's like wrestlers like Undertaker versus Goldberg or something like that. Um Conceptually, this is a record about Conway and Benny. He's featured on here. Derringer did the beat. Um, I wrote this out. This is from Benny's verse, first verse. He said, they compared the greatest to the greatest, like Boston versus the Lakers. Question, does your legacy rest on depending on where you rank amongst the current and the late? If so, I feel like I'm straight. But rapping and selling weight, I just had them genetic traits. Or... Do people really care? Do they just want to hear the music? Uh, yes. So confusing. Y'all compare two redacteds from the same movement? Only for y'all amusement. It's funny to me. Y'all do it. Truth is, while I'm killing shit, Conway be somewhere rooting. Okay, so he's kind of like, you know, doing the first of three records on this album where he's kind of talking about Griselda's place in the game, how fans pit them against each other, all that kind of stuff. Um this kind of like navel gazing cult of personality type of rap doesn't do anything for me. If I'm not part of that cult of personality and for Benny, the butcher, I'm just not that invested to care about his gripes about how he's perceived within Griselda amongst their listeners. 
and amongst like the naysayers and whatnot. It just doesn't interest me. Um, he says, do people really care or do they just want to hear the music? That's what we want. We just want to hear the music. We don't care about all of this <laughs> navel gazing. I think only your most like devout, dedicated followers care about this kind of stuff. Um, so I feel like you have to be into the lore of the Griselda collective to really buy into this Conway. Um, I'll say this, his verse was the better verse on the song. It was less navel gazing. Um, I think the verse is well constructed and delivered. There's more sauce in his delivery, more standout bars. I just don't really care about the subject matter of this song. I don't want to hear these nobody pray for me ass songs. Beat was decent, um, but it couldn't save the song for me. The whole Tyson versus Ali refrain, take it or leave it. That's all. There was a lot of potential here, if you ask me, because this beat, I said, tingly, slightly dreamlike beat. Eh, I wasn't crazy about this beat at all. Well, here's the thing. Call it Tyson versus Ali. You have this beat that kind of sounds like a, you know, a fantasy scenario to me. It's like the freaking. Right. Like the dream sequence. Yeah, I feel you. And I'm like, okay, look, there's a few things they could have done here. And I'm not a fantasy booking type of dude myself. I'm not really into telling rappers what they should have done. But Mm -hmm. this concept has so much potential. Maybe they could have done a record rapping like the the respective styles of these boxers. Like maybe, I thought it was going to be about literally about Tyson versus Ali, like in a fantasy scenario. Well, like that's fake, one of the scenarios. They like a done. fake they, boxing match, almost like, you know, a dream match, if you will. They could have done a storytelling record like that. Number one, number two, they could have rapped in those. That's what Ghostface and Raekwon would have done. Yeah, probably. Like uh, what was that? It was MGM Grand. The MGM Grand on uh, Wu Tang Forever. That's that's some good stuff. But um, this they could have done a storytelling record. They could have rapped like say, uh, Benny could have rapped like uh, Ali, like you know, kind of floating and bobbing and weaving. Right, right. And like uh, Conway could have came in, you know, slugging heavyweight, aggressive like Tyson, you know, or they could have like rap from the perspective of these guys in the ring. Like, imagine that. Like, That's say, what I was kind of expecting, or it was going to have some, like, I don't know, it was going to just be like a something, you know, we played that uh, on this week in Mules and Mel segment last season, we played that song from the Summer End Cafe album by Killer Priest, and it was like Wimbledon 1936 or something like that. And he's describing this scenario. He wasn't alive in 1936. But he's writing and the music, you know, brings out this feeling. And in his writing, there's like, you know, from his delivery and everything, it puts you there. This song ended up just being like Griselda housekeeping. Man, Conway should have came on here. He could have been Tyson. Do you agree Conway had the better verse, though, on this song between the two of them? Barely. Like they they both dropped the ball. All right. (laughs) Okay. Nobody really did anything, okay? Um, what should have happened is Conway should have been Tyson, and he could have been like, wow, this, this guy floats like a butterfly, you know? And then 
freaking Benny could have been Ali. Like, you know, well, when I get to hitting, Tyson's just chicken. Like, he, he could have, like, really, they could have really laid into wow, this. You really know? leaned into it. No, that, they could have done that. It was, it was right there need, on the like, table. I think you need to give Jay-Z some, like, fucking weed brownies and him and Nas can do it. <laughs> thinking of, you know, you see? Oh, you yeah. See? <laughs> Nas. Yeah, see? Pretty we much how, shake uh, two-faced out over some gal. Yeah, look, Found Nas is very spirited when it comes to stuff like this. So that you don't, He doesn't have to be high, but Jay needs to be, like, you know, under the influence for that. Right, because he's too cool for most stuff. But yeah, get him high. Um, get yeah, him I mean, high. I said, get him high, get him high. Um, there I'm is. The, uh, I'm on the first listen. You don't need a pass for this. Jay, no, I, I will call the police. Literally, Benny the Butcher. He's like 97 Hove, and he's like 99 Hove. He said both of those on the album. I was so I was moved. Jay, we don't have time for you tonight. I got to get the turnaround on this. I got to edit this as soon as we're done. We can't be dealing with you right now. This okay? album is a 10 out of 12. No, no, opinion. it's not. Go away. Go away. Okay. Salute no. to the young king, Benny the Butcher. I'm not saluting this. When you got lines like, Look, we throw so many quips that we can make bloopers. That is what I call an empty calorie bar. Like, it wants to be a bar. It's not really a bar. Because what does do it really mean? Do you fools mean? even listen to music, or do you just skim through it? We got to skim through it. It's the first listen, Jay. <laughs> okay? I heard it once. We did it because the people like this. They like hot takes. Okay? They like half-baked opinions about I'm things as soon as they come out. I'm here for a reason anyway. I'm not here to talk about this album, unfortunately. I have to go back home. Good. I have Good. a message from Kenny. From So What Games, uh, the new board game, So What's the Scenario, the hip-hop game. Yeah, our sponsor. Why would he, he Why would he give you the message to get? Why wouldn't he just email us? He why wants, would he do this? He wants to know if he can get an ad in the middle of the review and you're at track six. So I figured I'd come in and say, can you play the ad after the song review? And then <laughs> and you come back and do track seven after the ad and so on and so forth. You know, we can do that, actually, Jay. I just wish Kenny would have told us instead of relaying the message to you to, to relay to us. I, or what it, just, okay, yeah, I'll make the note. I I'll have do to that. go. I'm sorry. I'd love to stay because this album was... Don't it's, apologize. It's this week's classic for sure. <laughs> Get out of here. Um, oh. Yeah, oh, right. Um, only other thing I have to say, I think Conway said, you know, speaking to Benny... They tried to pick you off, but that's really a moving screen. Okay, I told look. Conway, I said, no more red cap. We going home. Go home, then. Go I told home. Conway, and he said, <laughs> Leave he said, okay. alone. Please, God. All Jesus season Christ. long. No. We got to get rid of Jay for good. I know this. Why do you tell me like I don't know this? I've been saying this forever. Okay? <laughs> I know when I'm not wanted, I'm going to just leave. No, you don't. Clearly you don't because no, you keep coming you back. You just leave now. You don't have to say I'm going to leave and leave. you just leave. I'm leaving. Play the ad. Don't forget. We're going to play the ad. Go. Leave. Goodbye. Oh, my goodness. God. Um, as I was saying, um... That line, they tried to pick you off, but that's really a moving screen. Kenny okay. didn't send him here. There's no way. 
I mean, I don't know why Jay would lie about that. I think Kenny really did. But yeah, look, I'm not I'm not as much of a football man as I am a basketball man. But pick you off, that sounds like, you know, football talk, interceptions, and moving mm-hmm. screens are in basketball. Unless they're in football too. I don't so look, seven one eight six three five zero seven four three. Call in. Does that line not make sense or do I not know enough about sports? Okay. Well, sports Mel is being tested. I'm being tested because he's talking to me. It sounds like two different sports. A moving screen happens in basketball. Getting picked off that happens in football. So, like, what is he? Is he? Is this? Is this a nonsense bar, or is he actually on to something? I don't know. That's all I got for this. Uh, you want to move on? It's our fiduciary responsibility to our shareholders to move on. I think we ain't got no shareholders, but we do have a sponsor, and we love him very much. So. Uh, at his request, uh, through Jay, I guess, uh, we're going to hit this ad, and then we'll be back for track seven. How does that sound? Sounds great. Let's hear from a word, or let's hear a word from our sponsor. Hey, Rav Rankings Faithful, or should I say Faithful? Mel, please try to keep the Rav speak at a minimum here. It's an ad. You know, we have money on the line. Uh, all right, okay, good point. Fair enough. Well, after bringing you some of the most creative sponsorship wise in the podcast game, i.e. the brisk pace sponsored by Lipton, Rap Rankings finally has a real sponsor. And unlike Lipton Brisk, we don't have to pretend to like it. That's right, folks. So listen up, because it's time to play the game. Oh, no. Triple H? Hip-hop homophobia? Do, Do I have to hit the drop? No, no, not that game. This game. Oh, right. Yeah. So what's the scenario? The hip-hop debate game. Argue, diss, and battle your way to victory using your favorite rappers, real skill ratings, and unique scenarios. Ever wanted to verbally dominate your friends and family like the captain? Or tell them they ain't black while flexing superior hip-hop appreciation and taste like I do to mules on the show? Or insist that you know about them while winning game after game like our third member, Jesse? Huh? Then this is the game for you. So, if you're interested in rolling some dice and securing bragging rights after coming out victorious in debates about hip-hop, head on over to SoWhatGames.com to purchase your copy of So What's the Scenario. And don't forget to use our affiliate code RAB, that's R-A-B, to get free shipping. Yep, RAB is officially certified in the sponsorship game, and we couldn't have found a better fit. So if you're a fan of rap rankings, then you'll most certainly be a fan of So What's the Scenario? Couldn't agree more. Also, it's not like I can endorse Blue Chew in good faith as I'm a virgin and Blue Apron wasn't going to work either because I can't cook. You know. And, and on that note, before Mel scares the potential customers away, we're out of here. So go to SoWhatGames.com, make your purchase, use RAB, that's R-A-B, at checkout to secure free shipping, assemble your crew, and prepare to enjoy So What's the Scenario? And now, the moment you've all been waiting for, let's get to the review. All right, we're back. We can uh, continue this review. An ad-supported piece of content. That's what you're listening to. Folks, if you're listening to this, you know, last time we did one of these first listens, we didn't even have no sponsor. You see how we be growing? (laughs) You know? It's, it's amazing. It's good stuff. But uh, enough about us. Um, yeah, we got to continue this review. So, track seven, Uncle Bun. 
Seven minus. Obviously, I this said is, that like Borat. Seven minus. This is yeah. what I call um, dinner roll when you know we we see each other in person. We don't need to talk about him. What's your um, rating? Six plus. Okay. Well, um, does me. This one could go up potentially. I think the beat's interesting, kind of cold and eerie. The tempo's a bit slow, um, but the drum sounds like the actual like, like for instance, what's in place of the snare sound, very unique sounding. Um, mm-hmm. I'm a 38 special fan for the record. Okay, I was impressed by this guy. This is my first time hearing him. Oh, he's week. got he's got mad shit. I'll, I'll I like this guy. I'll put you on a 38 special. Okay, this guy okay. is this guy's got bars. Um, they're trading bars back and forth, almost reminiscent of like Styles P and Jadakiss. Um, I note here that Spesh has a great rap voice and delivery. Yep. Yeah, um, I noted that energy, voice, his approach yeah. to this. I appreciated it. But unfortunately, this is kind of short. The hook is complete afterthought to me. Uh, I enjoy the trading of bars. I find the beats Let's be interesting. Quick, most hooks on here are complete afterthoughts. Oh, yeah, for okay, sure. So, um, the yeah. beat's interesting. I enjoy the trading of the bars, but it's just the song comes and goes in like two and a half minutes. I wanted just a little bit more out of this one. I felt like it was close, but not quite for me. 38 Spech is legit, though. If you've never listened to him, I doubt you'd be listening to a Benny the Butcher first listen review but check him out if you've never heard him check out some of his mixtapes he's got mixtapes and shit i don't mind this being short because so far i think for me benny the butcher is one of those artists where the longer he stays the Mm -hmm. more of a chance that the record is gonna fall in enjoyment so short and sweet is probably best for him when it comes to me and uh i like this like you said the beat is a creepy beat i like the creepy beat i like the snare um, but I will say this up top. They should have picked a different title. I know why they called it this because the one line, the underground mm-hmm. king, like I'm Uncle Bun. And I say, he's Uncle Bun now? I mean, I know he's an OG at this point, but he's Uncle, Uncle Bun. Bun. He's Uncle Bun. Come on. Okay, so Uncle Bun, Uncle Snoop. Okay. Yeah, he's Uncle Bun. He's Uncle but Bun. All right. Why is this Uncle Bun? I mean, right. This it, is Uncle, be called, it was one this line. Is Uncle in Bun, the song. I almost expect an uncredited special feature from Uncle Bun himself. You know, or like a more underground king sounding beat. This is like this. I don't get why this is titled actually called the next song Uncle Bun. And it would have made more sense. But we could get into that when we get into the next song. Yeah, the title could have been a different title. But hey, it's just a title, I guess, at the end of the day. Um, Yeah, we already talked about it. But I said, I want to hear more from this special guy. The line turn is one brick to a family of white bitches. That was hard. Check out Um, his album interstate 38 and his mixtape 1995 1995 huh yes i was two years old uh so ni- 1995 i've said it before i'll say it again is the year in which all 90s nostalgia is built off of <laughs> Yeah, this is a mool's theory folks we've discussed it off air and on air i believe at some point but yeah and, and in the words the of, of the a, decade, in the words of the leader of a former cult that Mel and I were a part of, 1999 is 2000. What's when did he say this? He didn't, but it sounds like something he would say. 
<laughs> okay. Um. Anyway, uh, I don't know if it was Benny or Smash. I don't know, but the line two quips, one for you and your alter ego. That was that was all right. That was cool. I like that. Um, Benny, I believe is everybody eat. Yeah, I think like a socialist. You know, I at least understood that line. Unlike one of my favorite rappers of all time, Lil Wayne, saying I am the hip hop socialist. We we and still yet, never got an explanation. And yet, Lil Wayne's line, line is ten times harder. It is because it's just it's enigmatic. I don't, I don't I don't we don't know what it means. It's provocative. It gets the people going. Okay, <laughs> I am the hip hop socialist. Is one of those lines. All right. Considering um, how many verses he gave out during his prime, he really was. I mean, uh, wow. Yeah, you know, maybe that's what he out. meant. Maybe that's what he meant. But who knows? Uh, you can um, move on. I have nothing left to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we can move on. Um. Oh yeah, Benny's talking about he sold, sold work to pregnant people and was emotionless about it. I mean, I, I, are you bragging about this? Or are you trying to I'm fortify sorry. this? I've like heard, I've heard too ruthless... many coke rappers at this point talk about selling coke to like babies and like and their family members. Family We're gonna members get more of this like, throughout the album, and I'm yes. just like, okay. You know, I've heard you know. it way too many times now for it to hit like it hit. But 15, even like that on ago. that like hitting, it's like. At a certain point, it's like, what are you trying to say here? Because like this isn't. I know you're trying to show how dark how the this, game can be. How this life has you. How crazy this life like is. Right, but if you, you keep bringing it up, it's like, are you bragging about this? Like, I think just to show doing? almost the, the sort of depth. Just say of, it once, because if you keep talking about it, I'm I'm starting to think you aren't trying to imply a level of regret, and maybe you're proud of this. I don't know. You know, but anyway, yeah, you want to move on? I think uh, it's only right that we did. Okay. Track eight, Thoey's Revenge, Thowie? Um, Thowie? I don't know. Your, your guess is as good as mine. Produced by Alchemist. Okay, well, listen, his revenge, none of my business. Six plus. Wow, flat seven. Ding me, baby. Um... I found this beat to be interesting. I call this a royalty beat. Okay. With those like trumpet sounds in it. Okay. You I know? said, yeah, that angelic sound. Yes. Yeah, so that in. like regal royal sort of sound to it. Um, yeah. Has some Southern style hi hat programming. I'm surprised uh, this is an alchemist beat, but this album. Oh, oh, has... By the way, he called him Uncle Al. Yeah. Uncle Al. You know, uh, this is been Alchemist's return to form for me production-wise throughout this album. That's the big story coming out of this album for me. Um, I don't like the chorus here, so I can't go higher than a 7. And I think it's weird. The mixing on this beat feels like the vocals are a bit loud over the beat, and I need them to come down just a touch. But I still like this beat a lot. This is probably Benny with his most like swaggy bars of the album so far. There's still some like stuff like like some bars of substance in there and like gems that he's dropping, but overall he's kind of you know kind of making almost like a pseudo commercial joint with this one. Um, am I crazy for hearing Drake or Jack Harlow on a remix of this? Uh, I need to hear the song again to know if you're crazy or not. <laughs> right? Sounded like Drake Jack Harlowish to me, so. I don't They're know. Hanging out a lot together. It's an interesting. Uh, it's an interesting beat. 
Um, the vocals were mixed too loud over it, and I don't like the chorus, but otherwise, I like it. Checks out. Flat seven. Um, I said, uh, yeah, the beat started picking up with that angelic sound. I said, uh, Benny be tricking y'all. Um, I'm, I'm oh, leaning this towards isn't... him. This wasn't a this wasn't a, a lyrical song though. This was like clearly. But at a, this point in the album, you know, eight tracks in, and I've really only been impressed. I've been impressed twice so on the far. intro. For um, me, I feel like he's second verse on Super Plug and his verse on the intro. Look, I'm 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 calling him a meat and potatoes rapper at this point. Okay, he's People always been speak a meat and as if he's like rapper. one of the elite MCs, and I'm oh, like, well, he's always been meat and potatoes, but meat and potatoes isn't bad. It's well, just, no, it's not bad, but for the way they've been talking and what I was expecting, it's like, oh, I thought he was going to be above average, <laughs> you know? And I'm just, I'm, I'm getting, I'm getting that. Personally, I'm getting average energy, you know? Clearly not a bad rapper, not even close to that, but an exceptional rapper? Mm. I think he's tricking y'all, <laughs> okay? You know? I wouldn't uh, say exceptional. I'd say he has his moments where he's exceptional, but for the most part, meat and potatoes. Okay. Well, uh, that's really all I got for that. And I, I mean, other than I said he was, uh, I said this hook, why is he doing this hook like an amateur? I'm not yeah. calling him an amateur, just the hook. I, it sounds hate, like it was I delivered hate, by a person who, I hated like, this just. Hook. This might be the worst hook on the whole album, which okay. sucks because probably the catchiest beat on the whole album i gotta i like the beat but i don't even remember what it sounds like at this point but we can move yeah on. okay well let's move on oh by the way uh don't look now but we're having a uh <laughs> we're having a papoose moment right now with this wi-fi oh I'm you looking at me. the router you should no me. i'm serious I, I see this orange light but oh, somehow we're still communicating. Don't tell me this is going to be some Corey Elm shit. <laughs> don't touch anything. Don't don't touch nothing. Sit in the car, okay? <laughs> yeah, I don't want to. But like, folks, this is the second time in the show's history where the router is telling me I don't have a connection, but yet Mules and I are still communicating. And yes. last time we said it was we were the show was being sustained through the power of rap. So I guess it's happening again. Well, it wasn't the power of rap. We came to find out it was. It was a demonic possession, but yeah, I'm not. I'm not rehashing that situation. If I get possessed by a demon again, we're just gonna have to thug it out. Okay, <laughs> I'm not dealing with that again. Okay, all right. Well, yeah, let's move on and, and hope that this doesn't derail this entire uh, review here. Track nine, Billy Joe. Darn, I was hoping for Billy Joel. Uh, flat six, seven minus. Sting me, baby. Okay. Uh, I gotta hit something, because at this point in the album, this is what I'm feeling. This is Running on Empty. Okay, I'm running on empty. Oh, really? Point. I was going to ask for that on the next track, but... Oh, this, okay. Well, I'll that, keep it in the sound. I, I, like, I like this. I like this, but again, Alchemist on the beat, um, some organs, haunting vocal sample coming in and oh, out. Oh, the like light's a, green! The light's green again. It's oh, green shit. again. Nice. It's lit. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, this haunting like female vocal sample coming in and out like a ghost. 
I, I, I like said the sample beat. sounds good, but the beat isn't something that I would touch. I'm a bit bored by it. I'd rather okay. hear the sample. Um, Alchemist is back, as far as I'm concerned. Um, Benny, he had some bars on this. Did I he? I didn't. Benny? Yeah, I'm saying, did he? Because I, I don't. I hear him. <laughs> okay. Um,. There was, the, but then there were some parts that I was just like, "Come on, they make me out to be the villain." I say, "Poised as Putin be." I said, "Really in this climate, conceited right? face." Okay, um, I mean, maybe this, maybe this was recorded before the events of like the past. Hour definitely was because he announced. The I'm gonna album. give him the benefit of the doubt here. The I album was he done and like a month or two ago, easily. Yeah, you know, because uh, he. When he announced the release date, like that was kind of like an album has been submitted, sort of deal. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's just you know, it's not even due to the um, the bar, like in within the current circumstances of things. It's just like you know, it's another bar in the second verse that I thought was kind of weak. Where he was like, "This I'm year, driving fast, shit like the cast from Talladega Nights," because that was weak to me. Oh yeah, that's uh, this year. I feel like I'm 99 Hove, but he said he was 97 Hove. I think like two songs earlier. So like, so he's trying to be all the Hoves. At this he's point. trying to be all the Hoves. 97, 99. I mean, what are you? 2K. Hey, we could get the into different... the 2K ratings of the the the, the different Hoves. I we, mean, we like... did. We we did his whole discography on our oh, show. That's right. Season, season two. two out now. The Jay Z season. No more, totally him, right. please. Between the references and him you showing up tell here, me. and then everything else with him. I mean, he's. This is a podcast about Jay Z. That's what we've we've floated now. That this could be this could be a Jay Z podcast after all. This ain't no podcast about Jay Z. It's a podcast about trying to kick Jay Z out of our studio. Okay, you rate one album, a uh, great score, and he's at the top of the board. Now we can't get rid of him. All right, he's number Enough one. Reasonable Jay. doubt is number one on our board on RapRankings.com. Well, you know what else is number one? Piss. What? Okay. Yeah, piss is number the number two, one number thing. One. Piss is the number one thing that comes out of people. <laughs> yeah, probably. People do urinate more than they defecate. This is true. I, I would have to. I, I would think. have to assume. I'd be worried yeah. if it was the other way around. Actually. Oh, I'd hate that. Oh God! You know how much? I mean, life is already unbearable. You know how much more unbearable it would be if you just had to do do all the time. Anyway. <laughs> This isn't uh, bodily waste rankings. This is rap rankings, and uh, I've yeah, heard better raps. I like the, I um, like the beat. The beat saved this one for me. Um, but Benny had some bars that I did like on here. It's just there were some bars that stood out as being particularly like like uh, okay, like eye rolling, like get it out of here, wave wave it out of here, no more. Do you like this uh, this wordy hook? No. Okay. I mean, the good thing at least it had like a. a structure I gotta be honest, like no, a, I haven't like I haven't liked wordy hooks since like the nineties. I mean, like the nineties, there's some good wordy hooks. We did some in like the Wu Tang season, Mob Deep, Infamous album. There's some hooks that can be wordy and almost like mini raps within themselves. Sometimes there's a way to do it for sure. And but it's I feel like it's a bit of a okay. lost art. And I don't, I, I don't like it as much these days from newer rappers, especially. 
who didn't the come only out good thing it. I can say about it is this has a structure and a format because he's doing like you know the first of the month and then by the third of the month, but right. he's back on this like selling the drugs to his family and and once again oh, I'm yeah, like I get that this happens family, so. I understand that but why I keep bringing it up because it sounds like you're ragging you know it's like. Or is this like him working through the trauma? Like he keeps bringing it up because it's plaguing him. I don't know. I ain't never sold no drugs. But I'm just, at this point, I'm running on empty. And I'm thinking, yo, cut that Conway back on that dropped a few weeks ago. Okay. Cause that was, that was some good Griselda. Okay. Give me, give me more of that Conway. That's what I need. Okay. You know what I need? What do you need? Hold on. Are you going to fart into the mic? No, that's that's your gimmick. I don't do that shit. That's okay. fucking gross. <laughs> I never fart into my mic. Sure. Okay. Um, I'm gonna go back and listen to the the weekend dawn FM. I guess. What? Okay. Getting ready that's for WrestleMania. I'm listening to the official new WWE artist, The Weekend. He just replaced Flo Rida. Oh, man. Yeah, he has a unofficial deal, I believe, with World Wrestling Entertainment. Like, he soundtracked, what, Every, like the last... Like, too much, like, three WrestleManias and, like, a two Survivor Series, I think. Yeah, it's wild. Okay. Yeah, proof. Here, here's some proof for y'all. Okay, you'll hear it in the background, and also this. You know, is you know what's crazy? West Side Gun's always going on about like he wishes WWE would like acknowledge him and let him do some shit with them officially, and he spends all this money to fly to their different shows and be front row, and they just like they don't cut to him on TV as like a celebrity, and he's gone off on a few rants on Twitter about it, and I'm thinking, like, damn, man, like. All this, and meanwhile, the weekend of all people, this guy's getting everything from WWE. They're giving him, him and Bad Bunny, bro. They're like, well, Bad Bunny's legit, like a big wrestling fan. But I don't know about the weekend. I never thought, I never thought that this like unholy alliance between Vince <laughs> McMahon and the weekend would take shape the way it has. The but, yeah, yeah, Vince, real, Vince and Weekend, the two man powder trip. Oh my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Um yeah, folks, we're not making this up. Uh listen to this and uh, yeah, this also doubles as how y'all talk about Griselda uh every day. Amazing, astounding, marvelous, astonishing, phenomenal, breathtaking, smashing, superb, fabulous, fantastic, tremendous, wondrous, monumental, mind-blowing, terrific, radical, colossal, dynamite, staggering. Okay. There you go. All right. So, uh, yeah, you want to move on from Billy Joe? Yeah. AKA the rabified version of Billy Joe. Exactly. All right. Track 10, Guerrero. Uh, listen, this ain't Eddie. Six minus. Yeah, this must be like fucking Chavo or something, but not no, maybe Chavo's not even. better than this. This might be. Vicky's better than this. This might be like. This might be Dominic Mysterio, the the oh, leave, freaking leave Dominic alone, man. He's okay. trying. Okay, no, he's he's not. Okay, you don't watch, so you don't know. You leave him alone. True. I don't. <laughs> he fucking sucks. He's oh, the worst on, second generation wrestler I've ever seen in my life. Let's not do this right now. What's your rating? 
He's a chump. Six minus. Oh, we're song on the connect. We're song on the album. Uh, beat is definitely the most boilerplate Griselda sounding beat since either Crack Commandments or Back Back. Ninety uh, percent of this album has not been drumless, so stop crying about drumless beats. Interesting flow and delivery from Benny on here. But this beat with all these digital bleeps and bloops and slow tempo yeah, is not it's lighting my world on sounds fire. Sounds like a, a server room. Yeah, this like beat doing its do processes. It uh, Derringer and Beat Butcher on the beat, by the way. West Side Gun is up next. Not a fan of this guy's rap voice at all. Very grating, which sucks because he has a great production lineup on a lot of his albums. Great curator, average rapper, but such a viscerally irritating timber to his voice. I find it difficult to listen to him for any stretch, really. Y'all really listen to West Side Gun rap? Like, is that what y'all really do out here? Like, this dude that raps like Shriek from Cat Dog? It sounds like a cat stuck under a tire. You know, I mean, like... It's just, I I can't listen to this. This is... The thing is, I'm not even... Like, I don't... I'm I'm not like most people, like, I don't... I'm I'm not irritated by it, but I can't imagine stomaching this for a whole album. I'm irritated. You know? I find his delivery, his rap voice, just everything about it is just... It's painful to listen to for me. And yet, he's got some amazing beats on his albums. So, what are we going to do? Yeah, look, I just said, you know, this content. Rappers are just, God, decades where's, oh, of them where's recycling. The where's the homie? Oh, yeah, you need the homie, right? You said you, you need the homie for this. Hold on. You bring the homie in. Um, Folks, you, you heard from the homie from, from me last track. The homie is reporter of the week. And here he is again. This is Running on Empty. Yeah, right. is running let's, on empty. Let's wrap this um, up, guys. One more song, look, and that's it. This is two? rappers. Please stop recycling the same figures. We get it. Joe Pesci, Tony Montana, Benny Blanco, Nino Brown. All we know, okay? We know. We've seen the movies. We we know. All right. Please stop. No more. Okay. No more. You want to move on? We have to. Track 11, Bust a Brick Nick. Okay, now we're talking 7 minus. 7 plus, actually. Um, tied with. Uh, Guess we weren't running on MPF. Hold on. Did I give anything else a 7 plus on this fucking album? No. This is my second favorite song on the album. Now, yeah, it's. Uh... The Reborn Alchemist is once again checking in. He's back. We love it. We're happy. We're, we're thrilled. We're fucking setting off fireworks in the street and pissing in dumpsters uh, beats fire. All right. We're fucking, we're, we're fucking, we're, we're, we're fucking doing all kinds of crazy shit to this beat. Uh, kind of hard to describe the beat. Honestly, I usually try to come up with some words to describe it. I can't describe this beat at all. I said sparkly loop riding music. A uh, big okay. fan of this snare. That's all. Uh, I, said. I popped huge from Benny when he said the East side, East Ted side, Turner. Ted Turner. Come on. <laughs> Uh, I popped huge when he said he was landing in Burbank. Here's a pro tip for you guys. If you're in California, trying to go to LA, fly in and out of Burbank airport, Bob Hope airport, so much less of a pain in the ass in and out than LAX pro tip from your boy mules. Uh, I'm feeling this one. Other than the fact there's like a crypto flex by Benny. Uh, one of the bars, he's talking about that crypto. We know about that shit. That shit's cat. Where's AJ styles. 
That's how we feel about crypto. <laughs> Otherwise, hard bars, lots of passion in the delivery. This is the third instance, I think, of Benny going hard and delivering bars aside from that crypto bullshit that I thought were, were dope. Uh, it's his third best performance on the album overall, but it's my second favorite song. Uh, cryptocurrency. That's cap. Totally cap. That means lie. Um, Where's your the only work? crypto yeah, coin exactly. I would ever buy is if I mean I can, no, never mind because I would hate it. But like if they made actual like crypto coin, like the crypt keeper, oh, tales from the crypt. No, I'm not fucking with that. That's how they get fucking suckers to buy in. He's like, yeah. I held off until now, but now that the crypt keepers involved, I can't stay away. <laughs> you know, like nah, fuck that, okay. fuck you. Like if the crypt keeper did that, I have to tell the crypt keeper to suck me. And, and oh and no, he's, and he's not going. He's not going to do that. So don't worry. And the crypt keeper's rights are so tied up and fucked up anyway that we're luckily he can't be exploited like this in this current moment um but i'll say this i would buy one crypto coin if mcdonald's got in the game and dropped a coin i'd cop a mcdonald's coin i would well what can i say what can i say i i the way that like patriots feel about america i feel about mcdonald's and i would buy their fucking coin because i know that shit would go to the moon baby but otherwise, fuck those coins, Benny. Get out of the coin game before fucking Joe Byron pulls some shit, makes Joe all these Byron. coins tank. All right, <laughs> Russians, Chinese, the the crypto, the sanctions. Don't get caught up in all this shit. Get out of this shit while you still can, Benny. That's my word of advice to Benny the Butcho. Seems like a nice guy. Actually, I don't know what he seems like. He seems decent enough. Decent enough to not want to see him get ripped off, you know? Uh, um, yeah, uh, what, what does he say? It's a good uh, one, seven plus. Alchemist is back. Welcome back to my good pal, Uncle Al. Um, he has a bar, like, you know, to get ahead in this business, like, what you just say? stay out of your feelings to advance further. Yeah, that's good advice. Uh, he was like, it's hard to smile on my 36th birthday. Karma, I probably deserve. I felt that bar. That was, that was, that was a good emo mail bar. Um, Benny's back a little a little too late but he's back this was the performance the only other performance I think or there was another one uh, I think it's actually the next track spoiler alert uh, but yeah this is like I'm like where was this guy best rapping since the first track uh, he's like the jewels on my shirt say come here bitch I don't skirt chase or something like that that was bar that was a bar um, it's like how you gonna call me Hollywood bitch you ain't never been I got a closet full of measuring cups and dead presidents. I mean, he was getting, he was actually getting his bars off on here. Um, But before we get to the last track, this, this is my take on Griselda. Okay. Even with the Conway album, which I like all but one track. That's one of my, what was that? Like my album of the year so far. Um, Griselda to me is meat and potatoes rappers that thrive because they bit rock Marciano and, they and pushed a lot extent, of aesthetic. Wu Tang members as well, I would say. Yeah, they're, they're very aesthetic. Like, well, it's all I've seen their album covers and like, I don't know, it's all this Hitler and Hermes and get. But look, they are trapping meets Tumblr <laughs> to me. Right. Okay, that's Griselda to me. You know, give or take some elements. Uh, 
They got a they got a good album with me though. This Conway album. Maybe there are more out there that I would like, but you know, if I get to them, I get to them. Uh, you want to move on to this final track, please? Okay. Track twelve, Mister Chow Hall. Uh, at least we end on a good note. Seven minus. I wish I could agree with you there, but I don't. Six plus. Um, oh man, racist mule struck again. My man, Mister Alchemist. Chow, he didn't Alchemist know on the beat. He's back. Uh, I found this to be an extremely interesting kind of dreamlike beat from Alchemist, but extremely glacial tempo. Like we're back in the Griselda tempo range that I'm not a huge fan of and more cult of personality bars to close it out. And then the tempo slows down even more to like a YouTube time stretch, 500 minutes out of four minute song levels of like the thing just kind of, you know, slows down to a halt and then the album is over. But I wasn't mm-hmm. feeling Benny on here cause he was in that cult of personality lane where he's talking about Griselda and all the way that he's perceived, and it's just like, I've heard this already on the album. I've had enough, and I'm running on empty. That happens. Look, the I don't mind it as much, even though I'm not invested in it, because the beat, the beat carried on here, okay? I'm a big of fan course, of this Alchemist, Alchemist brought his A-game to this album, and he's the Alchemist, so I hope you bring his A-game. Um, well, because his name starts with A. Yeah, A is for Alchemist. <laughs> Uh, Alk is back. I, I'm so thrilled that he's back that I don't care that this album was a complete mixed bag for me. Um, this beat, uh, Mel's wacky scenario again. I said this beat sounds like high school. Well, uh, high school Mel waiting for his parents to leave the house so he can touch himself. Um, Jesus, this sound, this and this 38 special song, both six pluses. Oh, and uh, ten more commandments are six pluses. So. Uh, there's three. I don't. I don't see any of them going up. To be honest, um, uh, line that stood out to me very early in the song. I don't trust the fiend unless his fingertips burnt. Thought that that's was a cool. good one. Yeah, uh, and that's basically it. I mean, I'm I'm really here for the beat on this. I don't know about the Griselda. I, I'm I'm sure the bleeped out censor parts are about shady records. Maybe I don't know. Eh, I don't know. I don't think he was uh, involved in that deal. I think that was right. just. And I think that's what he was talking about. But I don't know. Yeah. I'm not, I don't care. Where's the where's the where's, where's Oscar? Oscar? Okay, we need Oscar. When it comes to Griselda because, culture personality raps. Yeah, when it comes to that and and, and all that uh, from Wolves and Mel. We don't care. Yeah, but uh, yeah, Mel, six out of twelve for me. Oh, oh, oh I gotta hit him with uh, the formality. You want to rate this thing? Sure, six out of twelve for me. Fifty uh, percent okay. takeaway, seventy nine out of available, one hundred and twenty points. For a 65% average rating, giving me a weighted rating of 57.5%. My dreaded 57.5. When I see 57.5, <laughs> I know what it means. It means 50% takeaway and one eight or less. And you're probably not interested in hearing the album again. Probably not, but I got six more Benny the Butcher songs, I guess, that I like. Well, uh, for me, it wasn't was a, a total wash, Mel. I did enjoy my time listening to this. It was just, you know, I'm, I'm just probably not going to return to this one because it didn't knock my socks off. That's all. Uh, spoiler: absolute, since you talked about the Conway, 
Same score on the Conway for me. I like the same number of songs. Only one eight on that album for me. Stressed, I think the song is called. Oh, you like that too? That's my favorite song. One of my favorite records of the year. That's my favorite song on the album. It's one of the best rap songs of the year. Yeah, agree. Look at that. Um, But yeah, same deal. 57.5. Like, I don't know. Run of the mill, mean potatoes, uh, middle of the pack, you know? It's just doesn't inspire hatred or enthusiasm for me it's just it happened 57.5 what about you Mel? well <clears throat> sorry i was uh finishing off this uh big dotty 300 milligrams of caffeine but uh yeah four out of 12 for me i liked a third of the album that's okay. it i like half you like the third yeah 77 out of 120 points for me uh, that's uh, what is that? A dag on sixty four percent average rating. So, at thirty three plus sixty four divided by two, my weighted rating forty eight point five percent. You know, and even though this isn't going on the board, let's see where it, you know. Yeah, yeah. fifty seven point five plus forty eight divided by two would give us technically, if this were to was go it, on the it board, fifty seven point five or fifty seven point seven five. Fifty seven point five. Okay. So that would be a rap rankings weighted rating of fifty three percent. Okay, that would if put it were it, to go on the board, which it isn't because it's a first list. Yes, so were it to go on the board, it would currently be the new number ninety one album on the board out of what would be like one hundred and ten albums, one hundred and eleven albums overall. Man, that's kind of low, really. Yeah, uh, it would be above the Cradle to the Grave soundtrack and below the Trespass soundtrack. Oh, no, it's in soundtrack hell. Yeah. Uh, eh, well, look, he lucked out because he's not going on the board. You know, we're not putting nobody on the board off of a freaking uh, first listen, hot take, new album yeah. review. No re-listens. Snap no. judgment. Come on. What kind of what kind of Raiders are we? But we like to do this because you like to hear it. So if you. uh all, all my butchers out there, put your cleavers in the air, okay? Put your, uh, take off your aprons and swing them around and be proud that this guy Benny is putting on for your profession in, yeah, such, a, in such a way. Well, we did it. Yeah. Our first, first listen in, in, uh. Yes. Who's next? Mel? Push it. Kendrick Lamar. I mean, who could who could pop up? Who could pop up next to be the next subject of a first listen new album review? I guess we'll have to find out. Yes, we will. But uh, until then, it's uh, Mules and Mel signing out, right? That's right. So uh, we'll see you this Wednesday for Prodigy and Alchemist. Hey, Alchemist is back, and we're doing Prodigy and Alchemist. Return yes. of the Mac. Look at this white privilege. This man is snuck in two, two, two plugs in the same week. This guy, he's uh. back. He's Jewish. <laughs> hey, shout out to that. We just talked about the Jays and the Bees. You know, yeah. We know we'll about, about our hip hop connection. We'll talk okay. about him more on the Prodigy and Alchemist Return of the Mac review this Wednesday. But for now, be proud of all the butchers out there. Stand up. That's what I gotta say. Every butcher, okay. Every butcher. That was close. We only.
Wolves is spiraling. So I'm gonna shut the review down. Cut that meat and cut that cut that meat, man. Cut that meat. Okay. Uh, over in Melville, we say beat that meat. So uh, there's nothing else left to say. Good night. Thanks, folks. Fuck and uh, we'll see you around, I guess. Sure.